What up? Hi. <laughs> this is our endless contrast. <laughs> our true our true conflict on the show is for me to be the loudest and most annoying one and for you to be little sounding and cute. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, you're like you're like the hype man. Yeah. And I'm just there. I I don't like the way that sounds. <laughs> well, like I want to be there, but I'm, I'm like, just like I'm just there. I'm there and like <clears throat> I know I'm cute. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew I'm cute. I knew I'm cute. I knew I'm cute. <laughs> what did I do the other day where I just I turned into an anime character? It was basically. weird. Yeah, you turned into an anime. You, well, no, you've done that before on this show, as well as just <laughs> randomly in my living room. Yeah, that's right. Just <laughs> and like turn around and like ran away. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. The, I don't watch a lot of anime. There doesn't have to be a reason. There's no reason. I'm just no. weird. Just, just a little I'm weird. Just a little strange. Yeah. It's okay. I'm drinking this delicious Apfelwein. Apfelwein. Zint. Zint. Yeah. Which apparently means cinnamon. I. That's what I've been told. This is made by my neighbor, and it is really good. Honestly, the other day I opened it and I, I poured a glass and I swirled it around like he told me, and I, <clears throat> I had a sip, and the, just to myself I kind of went. <laughs> head back it's really eyes good. into my head it is oh. it is an apple wine with cinnamon if you didn't guess from the the German yeah 11% ABV too it's very yummy mm-hmm. it's very yummy Dave did an impromptu trade um, some of his homebrew for That's right. some of the neighbors um, homemade wines so yeah and pretty, it was, pretty fancy it was a good trade I gotta say I think I got a better deal out of it than he did I don't know about all that. He did tell me that he really liked the Drugtoberfest, but <laughs> since he's not a really big fan of like dark ales, he wasn't really into the porter. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, he no, did no, not. No, he didn't. Oh no, he did not. Yeah, no, he did. Dane. <laughs> to insult the yeah. porter. The, the Christy Davenporter? The mighty Davenporter. Does he even know who he's fucking with right now? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's fine. Uh, I, w- I was just having a discussion with someone else about how they don't, they tend to not like darker beers because they're heavy. And yeah. I'm like, yep, but did you forget they're delicious? <laughs> <laughs> they're heavy, heavy in deliciousness. I, I think it's because I don't drink a lot of beer anyway. Like, I don't really get drunk off of beer all that much unless uh-huh. it does happen to be really high alcohol content. Mm-hmm. Alcohol content. Alcohol. Blame I got it a on little the alcohol. <laughs> I got a little phlegmy and then I like stuttered. Yeah. Um I'm phlegmy too. Yeah. And I'm like real wheezy. Let's just take a moment to oh wheeze into the microphone for the people. <sighs> um I gotta be a better sound engineer and do something about all this wheezy. Yeah. So plug my nose out, baby. And that's not better. It, are you sure though? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Because I think this is solving the problem. I think I fucking hate that. All right, I won't do that anymore. <laughs> um, no, what was I saying? I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, I was talking about something. Yes, you were. Um, you made me lose it. Damn oh it. God, it was about uh, not getting drunk off of. Uh, oh, I I think things. I'm just so used to because beer kind of makes me 
like bloated instantly. Yeah. I'm used to having like one or two and then stopping. Yeah. So having a heavier, darker beer and having like one or two and stopping isn't a big deal to me because I don't typically get drunk off of beer anyway. I just drink it to enjoy it. Yeah. So the experience, I'm just coming at it from a different angle. Yeah. yeah so I'm that. already there like, well, this is going to make me full in one beer anyway, so <laughs> I don't care. Right. I'm, I'm not here to get crunk. You're not here to get crunk? <clears throat> not tonight. Oh, my God. This but is this how is, this is our special crunk. This is our special crunk episode. It's the crunk episode. <laughs> We've been talking about the crunk episode to everyone who would listen for a whole week. <laughs> Which is no one. Yeah. Not even each other. <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, believe you're going to make me downplay the crunk episode. All and right. this week on the crunk episode. <laughs> This week on the Crunk episode, we zigged when you thought we'd zag, and instead of getting crunk, we got lit. Ooh, <gasps> gasp! Drama, <laughs> intrigue. <laughs> All uh, right. This sounds like the lamest soap opera ever. <clears throat> nah, it sounds sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. do we have anything else to discuss? I mean, at the outset, I feel like no. I don't know. I got nothing. I made I'm... a. I made a McChicken much better today than a McChicken <laughs> should be. I'm, I'm just going to always talk about food mm-hmm. on this show, I think. That's okay. I put pickle I'm slices. I'm going to buy Pizza Hut after this. Oh, yeah. I'm getting so much Pizza Hut. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. Hungry, hungry. Uh-uh. So um, what did you do to the McChicken? I took a McChicken and I took it to the next level. I put delicious southern mustard barbecue on it. And if that wasn't enough... I put three pickle slices on it. Three. A McChicken should have pickles anyway. Specifically, three though. Three. Yeah, exactly three. (laughs) Every chicken sandwich should have exactly three pickles. Uh, You know, I would not go so far as I would say it. Every chicken sandwich (laughs) should have exactly three pickles. I'm giving Dave a very intense look right now. I just feel. I feel like I got hit with something. Just. Every. Every. <laughs> None of your nonsense. Every. I thought I made myself clear. I'm not fucking joking with you, David. <laughs> yeah. Every chicken sandwich needs three pickles. Every chicken sandwich. Um, I got to talk about reptilians in a meeting at work today, so that was fun. <laughs> How do reptilians come up? Um, we started talking about politics. Okay. And then and who then, might be reptilians, I guess, from there? Well, someone was like, oh, I'm sorry if if any of you are conservative. And none of us were. So we were yeah. like, no. Yeah. Um, and then someone was like, the whole government's a sham. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> conspiracy theory time. It's like, I want to listen and, um, to you talk. <clears throat> He's a he's a really good guy, but I'm not surprised that he has this idea. But it it's one of those ideas born from frustration. It's not like a yeah. I don't think he really believes in like the real crazy conspiracy theories, but it's just like they're not really being honest, and it it's that disenchanted view that you can't affect what goes on. Yeah, um, which isn't entirely true, but I get it. I yeah. get that feeling. But <laughs> he was talking about like. We started going into the realm of, like, who really runs the government, and they started talking about stuff. And he was thinking, like, corporate entities and stuff like that. But I was like, 
for a second I thought you were going to say the reptilians. <laughs> and then we started talking about reptilians. And then I told um, my bosses that I have a podcast. Oh. And on that podcast, we discussed reptilians. Because I saw a couple people looking at me a little weird because I knew so much about it. Yeah. But didn't really seem to believe it. I talked about um, how the moon is a satellite booster. Oh. <clears throat> and then he... Uh, my boss mentioned that there are people who think that there's a group of people that live on the dark side of the moon, and that's why we've never gone back to the moon. Okay. Um, which I hadn't heard that idea, <laughs> and I really enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, I got, I got to talk about reptilians in a meeting today. That was fun. That we fun. were just trying to kill time so we didn't have to go back to work. Well, what better time to dig up weird conspiracy talk? <laughs> Than when you would rather be doing literally anything other than the thing you have to do after. Right. Yeah. It was good. I liked it. <sighs> I'm just like, I'm like fastidiously watching our loudness levels. <clears throat> we, I, I got the feedback from more than one person that you were a little quiet last episode, and that's on me. So. Well, well we're trying to work on that. It's yeah. no equipment. There's going to be. A, it's I no equipment. <laughs> de Telemundo. <laughs> That's not even Spanish. It's just Christy not being able to speak English. It's no um, Korean. It's, it's <laughs> Stop. Okay. It's new equipment. Yeah. And there's going to be a learning curve. So we're working on it, but yeah. we appreciate your feedback. I'm trying to give you a little bit, a little bit extra, a little boosty here. A little boost. A little boost boost. <laughs> little boost boost That's what I call the dog uh, A little boost boost My little boost boost My little miss boost Miss boost Miss boost Busy Gary Busey Little doggy Busey I call him that sometimes <laughs> We have called him doggy Busey Yeah Cause he's an asshole <laughs> Yeah And probably needs some help <laughs> Yeah probably yeah, Like Gary I mean, Busey Like Gary Busey He's gotten some help Yeah He was on celebrity rehab Oh really Pretty sure yeah. Did they rehab him um, probably at least a little bit. Seems like he probably still came out Gary Busey. You're not going to change you that You can't un-Busey the Busey. You can't You're always abuse. Gary Busey. You're just Gary Busey who's worked through some shit. Once abuse, always abuse. Oh, that doesn't sound good. That just sounds like it's about abuse. That just sounds like it's about <laughs> abuse. Maybe not. Uh, I want to retract that statement. <laughs> I don't believe that. What I just said. I... I don't know if what you just said actually meant anything, but... I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Um, let's, let's Would you like to play the only game of Goose Chase? The news quiz? The news? The news. I want some news. I'll give you the news. I've been avoiding learning anything oh. new. Just so I can learn it on this episode. I was going to say, I hope you haven't been avoiding learning anything at all for a week. Yeah, that's mm. what I've been doing. That's I get all news. of my news from this. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Especially because two-thirds of it is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a good theory, I think. It's a good thing to do. Yeah. I I don't, um, other than investigating the topic and doing my own news quiz, mm -hmm. I don't look at the world in a speculative way ever. Wow. I, just, I don't, I shut my brain off. I'm like a potato with arms and legs and boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah, I mean, 
mean, some some boob? might is say there that. Mrs. Bat- she does not Ms. have boobs. She should. <laughs> she should at least have holes where you could place boobs. <laughs> <laughs> like just those little like potato lumps and just kind of tack oh. them on. Mattel was that Mattel or Hasbro? Hasbro. Probably. One of you. I can't remember. Wh- whatever company that does the potato head people. Ooh, sassy. I like it. Keep going. Um, You're going to need to put in some holes for some little potato boobs. <laughs> it's going to revitalize the industry. Yeah. Because we know the toy industry is taking a dive. It's, people don't buy Kids toys. don't make their parents buy them little creepy chicken aliens that hatch out of eggs. <laughs> Yeah, what's the, with the Hatchimal? It's just a toy that has to break first. It's the new Furby. Yeah. It's a new Furby. Your, it seems dumb. Your cousin got one for Christmas, and he, like, beast-moded and just ripped it open because he couldn't wait for it, apparently. We weren't there for that, but I was yeah. told. I, I I heard about this as well. It's it, You know, patience is a virtue, <clears throat> kids. Don't pre-smash your Hatchimal. Also, don't give a small child with no patience a toy that they have to wait 30 minutes for the actual toy part to come out of it. That's a long time for a kid. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised it's popular at all. I don't know. Some I often have these thoughts that I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> Who is really controlling things yeah. that the things that are popular are popular? Like those squishy things? Granted, we like them, what? but they're the squishy, oh, the stress like the squishy things. cake that you gave me. Yeah, I got you a big one that's in the shape of like a sponge cake. Yeah, but they have. I have a little one that's a macaron, and my mom has one that's a, a pizza that ah. she likes to squish. Ah, like um, to squish. But they're like basically stress balls, but they. Why are they popular? They just got really popular for no reason. Know. I don't know how this happens. Cycles. I feel like Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> the only thing you haven't said is, what's the deal with? What's the deal with what's that? What's the deal? Ah. <laughs> ah, what's the deal? I'm not terrible at doing terrible Seinfeld. My God. Um, <clears throat> Mine's worse. It's fine. It's time. Okay, it's time for the news. For the goddamn news quiz. I want it. All right. I'm going to win it all. <laughs> Uh, all right, here we are. Two false news stories, one true news story. You have to guess the true story. Here's your story. True story. Number one, a teenager nearly died and spent 106 days in the hospital after his esophagus was ripped open by a ham and cheese sandwich. Ham and cheese sandwich. Ham and cheese sandwich. Number two, an Indian couple has sued their Australian Airbnb hosts because their Christmas vacation turned out disappointingly to be in the middle of the Australian summer. Okay. It's summer in Australia when it's winter here. Uh, three. <laughs> Thank you for that. I didn't get that from the article. It was a weird. I missed that, but that's clarifying. <laughs> three. Conagra Foods is to introduce ketchup stirred in the summer of 2018, a pre-mixed blend of ketchup and mustard for cookout convenience. Mm-mm. I no, mean, you already, mix wanna... them, you already mix them together mm-mm, anyway. Mm-mm. This is not the the jam and peanut butter thing. That's not. It's not the same. It's not. <laughs> it's, 
if it is true, it's wrong. The uh, what do and they call I'm that? Goobers. You, Conagra. Goobers is what they call yeah, that. Yeah, that also that's a bad name. It's <laughs> a horrible name. It makes me think of boogers. It sounds like <laughs> I didn't even think necessarily boogers, but you're absolutely right. I don't want I a tall jar of goobers in my kitchen. Yeah. Ugh. You just don't. No, anyway. Sounds gross. Any me. Anyway. Recap, please. Recap. Sir. Number one. Teenager nearly died and spent 106 days in the hospital after his esophagus was ripped open by a ham and cheese sandwich. That's a very aggressive ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah. Dangerous maybe, sandwich. Maybe don't include the bone in the sandwich. Maybe <laughs> go with the ham off the bone. Maybe option. don't eat it frozen solid in one yeah. bite. Yeah, maybe not just like funnel it, jam it. Into your esophagus. Yeah, maybe, maybe don't do that. You're not a snake, and you can't disconnect, like, unhinge your jaw. Yeah. So try chewing. You have teeth. Chew. <laughs> Chew is Chew the more. advice here. Also, I'm sorry <clears throat> if this is true that you were so grievously <laughs> injured. This is, it's not a laughing matter. Uh, number two, an Indiana couple has sued their Australian Airbnb hosts because their Christmas vacation turned out disappointingly to be in the middle of the Australian summer. God, I want I want this to not be true, but I also like I know how stupid people are. <laughs> people are stupid. I'm pretty stupid. Number three, ConAgra Foods to introduce ketchup stirred in the summer of 2018, a pre-mixed blend of ketchup and mustard for cookout convenience. I finished my apple vine. <laughs> it's delicious. Okay, I'm calling bullshit on that one, so I'm narrowing it down to I'm a... I'd buy a <clears throat> thing of ketchup stirred any day. I would not. I would not. Sounds good. It Also, it doesn't have the viscosity that peanut butter and jelly do, so it wouldn't yeah. stay in its own little lane. No, they're just it mixed. It would just mix. They're just mixed together. Mm-mm. The color of that? Orange. Not good. <laughs> What's Not the, a good orange. I, hold on now. What's wrong with orange? Orange is a very appetizing no, color. No, I'm not dissing the color orange. The color that orange would be is not appetizing. Okay. And also there's, well, I can say there's not that many orange foods, but there are oranges. Uh, <laughs> there's all kinds of orange marmalade. foods. Marmalade. Cheetos. <laughs> Doritos. All, aside from fruits, they're all very fake. Yeah. And they're bright orange. There's, uh, bright Screaming orange. The Cheetos Puffs, Cheddar Popcorn. They're mostly forms of Cheetos. Cheeses of many different <laughs> kinds. Okay, that's enough. All right. Um, All right, then. <laughs> I'm going to say the true one is the ham and cheese sandwich that eviscerated this poor boy's esophagus. His esophagus, if you will. Esophagus? Uh-huh. That's how we used to remember how it was spelled in college. Esophagus. Esophagus. <laughs> Let me tell you, you are right. Yes. You're uh, right. Again, apologies. Because I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad being happy that he was eviscerated. How did this happen? 106 days in the hospital. You know what? Honest to God, I, I don't know. I don't know. I should have. And I think I still have it open over here. I could probably yeah. let me tell you. Let's let's do oh. a quick skim. Let me just take a step away from the microphone. How how has oh. this happened? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, how my God. How has this fate befallen this child? This there's a distressing content warning on this article. Oh, no. Um, Is it distressing? Goodness, I might need to take my microphone over here. Take it with you. And just bring this little bad boy just with me real with quick. Just bring it with you. Yeah. Everywhere you go. Just bring this bad boy with me one sec. 
Um, so what this says, a teenager was left fighting for his life after his esophagus was torn by a ham and cheese sandwich. His name was Alec Hemblethwaite, 14. Hmm. He was diagnosed with a chronic immune system disease, eos, eosinophrenic. And let me let me see it. Escophagitis. Escophagitis. Okay. Okay. It sounds like you're trying to pronounce fajitas wrong, but also combine it with the word esophagus. Yeah. So I guess the thing is, he he, I guess just part of this disease is a is a weak esophagus. Ooh. Which is something I did not know could happen to you. That sucks. Um, gosh. Yeah, the rare condition causes white blood cells to build up in the lining of the tube connecting the mouth and stomach, which can lead to tearing and choking. My well, God. Well, now I really feel bad feel about making wor- jokes. I feel bad about it, too. I had no idea it was. Jesus, maybe, this is horrible. Yeah, no. Maybe now I we should like a, stop. Now we're just bad people. Like <laughs> can the episode. All right, that's it. We're done with the show forever. <laughs> End Bye. of the show. No, and now I really do feel bad for this kid. That sucks. Well, let's turn this into a positive and teachable moment that there is a condition that can cause bread to fuck your throat up. Big or time. like, I imagine anything really it could do it. It says uh, he has to stick to soft foods and cut out rough foods and bread, which is believed to have triggered the flare up because it can expand. So bread mm. kind of goes in your throat. It expands. It okay. irritates the throat. Yeah, because it, it's like spongy. Uh, man. I do not feel good about this now. Oh, my God. Uh, well, I, I feel for him and anyone with that condition. That really sucks. But you know what? In my defense, maybe the mirror shouldn't have labeled it weird news. Yeah, that's not weird news. No, that's someone's medical condition, that's you dicks. horrifying medical condition no one knows about. You dicks. Um, I know my my grandma's sister, before she passed away, she had cancer. Mm-hmm. And she had a really hard time swallowing. Like, before, they didn't know that the cancer had spread to her esophagus, but it had. Yeah. And she just, she couldn't eat. She lost a lot of weight because she couldn't eat because she just couldn't swallow. And she was afraid of choking on food because she would go to eat something and try to swallow it. She just couldn't get it down and was afraid it was going to get stuck. Okay. So I know there's all kinds of weird stuff that can happen with your esophagus. But I did not know that was one of them. So. Neither did I. Not Sorry weird news. Sorry for that kid. Really not serious weird news. news. Really serious news. Yeah, maybe, medical yeah, news. Yeah, very medical, not funny Fuck news. clickbait. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that shit. That's interesting. That's something I would have <clears throat> wanted to know about. Sure. But also, like, I want to be a dick. Let's put jokes. it in the right buckets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's sort things. Let's, okay, we're going to go to the mirror. We're going to bring that game where there's a bucket with the different shapes and you have to match a shape into the right shape hole. And we're going to teach them. No, but that's another one. I'm talking about the kid's (laughs) toy, like the two-year-old toy. Uh There's the big shapes with the corresponding holes. Okay. And we're going to teach the mirror that the right thing goes in the right spot and you don't call horrifying medical news weird news. Yeah, right. That's just, that's not very nice to begin (laughs) with. I don't know why (laughs) I'm doing it that way. I don't know why I'm taking this toy to everyone at the mirror. Um, yeah, I feel this way as well. I feel this way as well. 
Yeah. Because you said it, and then I adopted it in my head, too. Okay. They need sensitivity training. Yeah, I think they do. Um, so, anyway, you succeeded at the news quiz. Congratulations. That <laughs> sounded weird together. Can we, can we do that one more time? Yes. <laughs> Man, I, that's fun. We make a good team. We sure do. I'm the creepy to your overexcitable. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, Let's go with it. You got a little, you got a little segment for the middle bits. I got a little something I want to talk about. Uh, this came out of uh, last night after we did the dude cast. Uh, Chris and I were hanging out. We were watching various stuff on YouTube and all that, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere towards the end of the night, we stumbled across. No, we we just talked about it, and then we ended up watching the trailer again for this movie that they are making now. Uh, that they've made its released. Uh, about P.T. Barnum. You and I saw the trailer oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, it. yeah, 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 So I have mixed feelings on this. So do I. Let's get into it, because we have not really talked in depth about this. But yeah, it's basically, it's a movie about P.T. Barnum and essentially the circus, but a, a large part of that was built on freak shows. Yeah. And from the trailers, I see that they kind of frame it as like, I'm giving these people a way to take back control of their lives. But really what it was was exploitation. Yeah, it's fucked up. So. Uh, Here's the thing. I don't begrudge any studio for making a hip, fun musical that everyone likes with lots of dancing and lights and stuff. It seems like it's been successful. It just seems like it's in really (coughs) poor taste. And they kind of had to arch an eyebrow at the whole thing. Yeah, we we saw the trailer together when we went to see The Last Jedi. Yeah. And even in the middle of, like, seeing the trailer for the first time, I'm like, I'm not sure this is exactly representative of P.T. Barnum. (laughs) That's the circus that just shut down, isn't it? Yeah, Barnum and Bailey shut down recently. And Chris was talking about that, too. And he said... He said, I saw people on Facebook going, you know, oh, no, the circus. And he's going, what What the fuck? Like, the circus is not, it's not great. It's not the, great. No, the circus is awful. Yeah. Um, there are clowns. And that's it. That's <laughs> there are clowns. The face no. he made is, uh, yeah, <laughs> you look like you tasted something bad. Just, I'm nah. not a big fan of clowns. I'm not scared of them. I just don't get it. They're weird. I don't get it. Yeah. I've also, full disclosure, I've always been like a 40-year-old in like a nine-year-old's body. Yeah. So at a young age, I was just like, not cool. And also... Not having it. At a birthday party, I had a clown once when I was young. You had a clown at your party? There was a clown at my party. My cousin and I were born like four days apart. So when we were younger, we'd do like joint birthday parties. Right. So her family hired a clown. Was not my choice. <laughs> it was not this six-year-old's choice. I didn't want no damn clown. <laughs> and that clown called me crispy. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I need a little bit more, just a little bit more information. So did he call you crispy as if he thought it was your actual name? Yes, it was clearly as a joke, but it was like... um. Like, he needed a volunteer, so I was the volunteer, and he asked my name, and I said my name, which is clearly Christy. (laughs) And he was like, Crispy! And I was like, 
No. Not my fucking name. And he just, like, made it a joke. But also, like, maybe not cool to make that kind of joke to a kid with a speech impediment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Like, yeah. maybe not. It sucks. He just... Not that he knew that. I might have been mostly through it by that. No. No, I was pretty much in the throes of it. I didn't really graduate from speaking school until speaking the end of school. elementary school. Wow. <clears throat> Yeah, he called me crispy and never got over it. Don't care for that. Yeah. Okay, so but but so the thing is, P.T. Barnum is a a, a a notorious piece of shit. Yes. Basically, everything about him, everything you know about his life, is shitty. Mm-hmm. It's like just like, you know, like totally, like an amoral, strictly money making figure. Yeah. And yes. What you said about the the freak show element of it's the, a very exploitative. Yeah, which is what makes it so fucked up when like the people in the trailer are like, "Oh, he out there, they don't understand us, BT Bottom. Yeah. They don't understand us, but you do. And you like to make, make him, money off of us. They make him like who who's the actor who plays him in the movie? Uh, it's Hugh Jackman of all yeah, people. Who I love him, Hugh Jackman. Like, an attractive, entertaining. <clears throat> Beautiful person that everybody likes. The real P.T. Barnum is a toad. He's a toad. Yeah, I really want to see what P.T. Look Barnum looks like. Look him up. He's a toad of a man. Um, but they make him this person that like everyone knows and uh-huh. is gonna want to see a movie that he's in, of course, because that's how they do things. Right. And then it it's like a. Of course, he seems affable and charming. He's Hugh Jackman. Right. But no. Chris told me something I didn't know. He he was looking through information. He was, he was looking up P.T. Barnum last night. P.T. Barnum's crew. <clears throat> were the okay, ones this dude looks like a clown without <laughs> his makeup on, but he had left his makeup on for like 20 years straight, and it just started eating away at his face a little bit. Yeah. that's I, That seems like an accurate description to me. He has like the jokey clown hair where it's like, a receding hairline, but real poofy on the sides. Yeah, yeah. And a little curly, and he's got like a like a bulbous nose, kind of a chin. bulbous nose, and a real like a real toady mouth. He's just a toad, dude's a toad. He's a toad come to life, deciding he's going to be a clown. Yeah. <laughs> Rocking that bow tie though. The other thing, about, like I was gonna say, their people were responsible for perpetuating <laughs> the myth that elephants can't feel pain. Oh, yeah. That's why it's okay to beat the shit out of them. Or maybe you just want to beat the shit out of elephants. They also put hot pokers in an elephant's nose, its trunk, as a training method. Ugh. That is not the end of the awful things that you will learn about P.T. Barnum, yeah, if yeah, you yeah, look. Yeah. yeah, that's one reason I don't like circuses, <clears throat> is the treatment of animals. Yeah. Um... I will admit, and this wasn't at a circus, it was at the Campfield Fair, which is obviously much better than that. I don't think it's Um, evil to go to a circus, but I think kind of you probably should. That's my thought. Right. But I was going to admit that I, oh no, I rode an elephant once. Oh, that's a, I don't know. At the Campfield Fair. That doesn't seem like a bad thing. They're really strong. I know, but who knows how well those elephants were treated. Yeah. Aside from that. I mean, I didn't see any mistreatment, but... They're traveling around from fair to fair. Who knows? But I did ride an elephant once. It was awful because I don't know if you know this, but elephants are really big. (laughs) Yes. So 
you have to straddle the elephant. Right. But that means you have to spread your legs really far apart. Yeah, because they're like flat. Yeah, I've never been a flexible person. I was probably like 11. Okay. And I'm short. Like, I'm little and not... I do not have what they call childbearing hips. (laughs) I have very narrow hips. Okay. And they don't move laterally. Yeah. (laughs) So it was really painful. And I'm, like, supposed to be having this happy, fun experience (laughs) with my friend on this elephant. And the whole time I'm like, I really need to get off this thing because my legs are kind of going numb and I'm in a lot of pain. Yeah, like, your imagination sees you out there going, wee, but, like, in reality, it's like, you're breaking my pelvis. Yeah, just don't do it. Oh, God. It was cool. It was interesting. I hope the elephant was treated well. I didn't see any evidence that it wasn't, but also I was 11. Yeah, right. (laughs) I did not know. Mm. So I guess I just brought this up as a middle segment to just be like, it's, you know, whatever. It's a musical. (laughs) It's like a big fun thing with lots of, you know, crazy numbers and stuff. There were lots of like fairly big names in it that I would actually like to see. I would kind of want to see the movie if it weren't for the fact that I know it's such a crock of shit. Yeah, that's the thing. I think it would ruin my viewing experience to try and appreciate this. and, and ignore what I really know about P.T. Barnum. I definitely don't want to give them money. That's a thing. Yeah. Like, I'm, I might watch it, but I'm not paying for it. <laughs> That's my moral stance. <laughs> yes, as Dave waxes his mustache. <laughs> um, Thievery. Yes. Um, anyway, I guess that's all I really had to say about it. I, I just some, One reviewer put it perfectly. They really said, check your brain at the door. And that's what I would have to do to enjoy The Greatest Showman. That's what I would have to do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. I've Since I started seeing the previews, I've had that same thought of like, this is weird, right? We yeah. agree that this is totally reframing <laughs> history and how things actually work. It's and super it's not weird. like this inspirational story and... He was really just kind of an asshole. Also, um, something else that happened with uh, the circus is that right before they announced they were closing, yeah, they announced their first female ringleader. <laughs> what? They're like, we have a female ringleader. Look at us. Oh, no, and, then and now like, the circus is closing. And now we're going out of business. Ah, women. <laughs> yeah. We mm. ruin everything. We mm. really do. <sighs> It's always women. Damn women. Our pesky vaginas <laughs> just get in the way. <laughs> we can't help it. Well, you, you know, it's a it's a ring full of animals. You don't want them to chase the menstruation. The vagina? Yeah. They oh, can smell okay. the menstruation. Oh, I thought yeah. you were saying the vaginas were animals. And I was like, no. I don't think that's how that works. No, 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 silly. Yes, they have sharks in their circus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. I don't know. Just, yeah. you know. Yeah, there's just a thought. What are you going to do? Not. Not go to the circus. Sharks at your circus. <laughs> the shark Charks. circus would be weird. Your head is a cherry. Yeah. Shark. Half cherry, half shark. Your body is scary, but your head is a cherry. <laughs> What's that from again? I ask you every time. I think, I can't remember. I, th- I feel like Drew found that online somewhere. <laughs> Yes. Or maybe I think just it was it like a cartoon. No, she found it somewhere because oh, we did right. just talk about this. I think it was a cartoon that she saw. If you're listening to this, go ahead and Google Chark because I don't Char- know what oh, it is. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, anyways, let's take ourselves a little breaky break. Time for a little break. A little break break. A break a break. A break a break a break. And we'll be right back with the main segment for this episode. All right. All right. Bye. And Christy, what is a poop knife? So in the break, we were talking about poop because what else? And I have to know what this is. Okay, so I found this article the other day. Okay. It's been floating around the internet. All right. And the title of the article was something to the tune of people have poop knives. <laughs> okay, already I don't recognize this. I don't know what this is. Oh, my God. It's so weird. So, you know how you're telling a story to your friends and you think it's a universal thing. And then if you see their reactions and you go, oh, maybe my childhood was fucked up or my family's really weird. So. Oh, my God. This can't be real. This person, I believe he is a male person, um, retells this story about. Apparently just genetically or something or maybe their diets, his family always had like real big poops. And (laughs) when you have a real big poop, it'll just like lay down (laughs) just just to inform you guys. Oh, my God. Sometimes when you have a really big poop, it lays down across the drain and it won't fold down. It won't go down. So in these situations... I've, in his house, no. you would go to the bathroom door and you would call for someone to bring you the poop knife and they would go to the laundry room and they would bring you the poop knife and you would cut the poop. No. And you would flush. Problem no. fixed. And no. then you would probably rinse the poop knife and put the poop knife back. There is no, no other purpose for the poop knife. <laughs> <laughs> but the poop knife was a shared poop knife. I'm gonna keep saying poop knife as much as this I can. Can't, this I can't. I can't believe this. I I'm pretty. Believe- um, I didn't do too much research to prove that it's <laughs> wrong, but I totally believe it. I mean, we could just choose to believe it, and I will so do that. But that's insane. So this, so the basically, <laughs> this person like because people question him, they're like, "Why was someone bringing you the poop knife? Why was the poop knife not?" In the bathroom, where is the poop knife living? (laughs) And the answer was they had three bathrooms in the house. And for some reason, they didn't have three poop knives. They had one poop knife. (laughs) Because you don't really want three knives that could accidentally be mistaken for a regular knife and be used. You just want one of those. So they would keep it in a universal place. And then whoever needed it, they would get the poop knife and use it. But he learned this. Apparently, he lives in the same house as he did growing up. So the poop knife is still there. And his one day, he took a really big poop. And it wouldn't go down. So he called out to his wife to get him the poop knife. No, come on. And she was like, what? Come on. 
and apparently had been using it as a utility knife, but not on food. Just like things around the house that you need a knife for. But she was using the poop knife. This is the most insane thing. So he had to explain. This is insane. And then somehow he posted this on the Internet and the article made it sound like all of these people have poop knives and it's like a, a faction of people we just didn't know existed. I think it was one guy and his weird fucking family that cut their poop with a knife. But that's the thing. That was a family. They may have spawned They've more spawned of them. Where did them. where did the parents develop the poop knife? Was the poop knife it's... handed down to them? Okay. So <laughs> Daily Mail is one of the places that, that posted. Their title is... I thought it was standard kit. Man reveals he only realized at the age of 22 that having a poop knife isn't normal. The more times you say poop knife, <laughs> the harder my brain has to work. <laughs> okay, just... I'm going to Snopes poop knife because now I have to know. <laughs> this is how it happens in real time. Yeah, this is the research happening, people. Mm-hmm. Isn't it riveting? Yeah. Aren't you excited? Uh, okay, just looking up poop knife on snaps. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Normal we should have made this our stuff. whole middle segment. Yeah, well, we didn't know we were going to talk about poop and discuss poop knives. I did not. The minute you said poop knife, I'm like, okay, break over. Yeah, he got excited <laughs> and was like, we're going right back. I need to know about this poop knife. That you're talking about now. Mm, I'm not finding anything on Snopes. I hope it's not real. I think it's real. That's so I think weird, it's real. though. There, people do all kinds of weird shit. People do all kinds of weird shit, and then it just becomes their thing. And if it's normal to you, it's normal to you. So you don't know. So then you ask your wife for the poop knife, and she doesn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't imagine. Our our friend Sherry told us this story once, and I don't want to, it's someone else's story, so I don't want to tell it. But basically, she was in a social situation with some people, I think she was in college at the time, and they were exchanging, like, stories from their childhoods, and, like, moments when they were happy, or things that would happen that would make you really excited. Yeah. And someone told a story, and they all just kind of stopped and looked at her. Because they were like, like that that's is not, a thing. not normal. <laughs> that is not an experience anyone else had. And they kind of played it off because obviously the girl just like had her reality shook yeah, at sure. that moment. But yeah, that stuff happens all the time. That's I'm, so I'm weird. sure I've had moments where I've been like, yeah, this is normal, right? And people have been like, that is not a thing families do. <laughs> <laughs> Most families don't have a poop knife. Yeah, let's be clear. I think the majority of us don't have a poop. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. No, let me be clear. I I went more of a Russian thing to my Bernie (laughs) Sanders. I don't know what that was. Anyway, that's the poop knife. Well, thank you for that. (laughs) End of episode. (laughs) It it was going to be something different, but now it was poop knives. (laughs) Now we just, that was the whole thing. Researched the one person on earth. Yep. Willing to admit they have a poop knife. Also, if you have a poop knife, let's talk about that. Yeah, you know, send us an email if you got a poop knife. I would love to talk about your poop knife. (laughs) I want nothing more than to ask you about your poop knife. I want to know about it. We will have you on the show. (laughs) Come on the show and tell us about poop knives. Christy, 
Okay. Would you like to tell us what the main segment for this episode is? And no, it's not poop knives. <laughs> oh, I was going to say it. <laughs> you know me too well. This oh. isn't fun anymore. <laughs> um, okay, so we were trying to come up with a topic. We wanted to do something a little bit different. And um, we had a couple other ideas, and they just weren't really clicking. Yeah. We were thinking of, like... Um, Unex- physics, unexplained physics phenomena kind of yeah. thing. But it was a little too in-depth, and yeah. I wasn't getting a good... Well, you're, you're I wasn't right. getting a good angle on it. I was trying to adjust my blankie, <laughs> but I it was, like, on it, and it was wrapped in a weird way, and I had to... Sorry. Yeah. And now I'm breathing right. hard because I <laughs> did barely any movement. <laughs> I want to point out that I can roller skate now yeah. for like two hours. Yeah. But I can't adjust the blanket without sounding like I I'm going to die. stand up and sit down again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what we landed on is the topic. Do you uh-huh. want to introduce it? Well, I, okay. So you started going down this trail and then suggested it to me. So I actually think you should introduce it. Okay. Because you know exactly how you want to frame what you're about to talk about. Okay. So in one episode, we had a discussion about this feeling I think a lot of people have of wanting to solve a crime or solve yeah. a mystery. And um, the kind of group think that goes into that. We talked about it on the dude cast too at one point. <laughs> uh, ben was a junior crime solver around his school uh, when he was a kid. Oh, he had like he solved one mystery, I think. I can't remember what it was. I revealed to you recently that I was obsessed with Harriet the Spy. Yeah, that's right. You did. Yeah, yeah. I love Harriet the Spy. I think every kid has a sort of like a I want I want to know secrets. Yeah, I'm going to find out secrets. Fun. So um, we talked a little bit about that, and we briefly mentioned maybe we should do an episode about the times the Reddit or the internet, the Reddit, the Reddit, or the internet at large has solved crimes. <laughs> have you heard of the Reddit? <laughs> have you heard of the Reddit? I have not. <laughs> I am a robot. <laughs> I am a real human. <laughs> um, for the record, I have done that to Dave <laughs> while we're cuddling in it. Ha ha ha! Amazing. Yeah, it weirded yeah. me out. <laughs> As it should. <laughs> so, I am a real human. <laughs> so I decided to look up sometimes that Reddit and the internet have solved some mysteries mm-hmm. or even crimes. Yeah. Oh um, boy, we got a whiny dog over there. More mysteries than crimes. I'm ignoring the whiny dog. Um. So. There are two kind of big places where you can go on the internet if you want to, like, help solve some mysteries. Uh, One is the Reddit Bureau of Investigations, also known as r slash RBI. I did not know that's where that was, what that was. Well, it kind of, (coughs) it kind of evolved. A lot of these mysteries had their own subreddits. Yeah. But now this is a place, now that we know that this is a thing that people are into, of course, there's a subreddit for it. So yeah. if you have a mystery you want to solve or someone sees something interesting or intriguing or they start researching something, they'll post it in there for other people to jump in on. That's awesome. Um, so that's one thing. I'm sure that would be real interesting to read up on that Reddit too. And then there's a site called websleuths.com. I have heard of web sleuths. So um, interesting thing about web sleuths is basically... 
it's like a they have forums and you can go in and and discuss stuff on these specific forums and and things like that but there's a show called the killing season um i want to say a and e okay um is where it's at but two turntables and a microphone i couldn't (laughs) leave it go i couldn't you uh, could never let that go i can't you're incapable of hearing the phrase where it's at i'm not capable (laughs) i have to finish it once i start it so Um, in, That's what she said. On, on, on Gilgo <laughs> Beach, Long Island. Um, this is not a good time to say a That's What She Said joke, because I'm about to mention a horrible thing that happened. All right. Um, so the Killing Season show is them trying to get more information about um, Gilgo Beach, Long Island, where there were a lot of murders. There were 10 dead sex workers that they found, and they suspect one person. And they didn't have apparently solid leads or it had gone to become a cold case. And so on this show, it expanded just from researching those crimes, but also other ones in other cities, and using um, the help from people on websleuths.com. So they actually have uh, the killing season forums, like threads in the forums that you can go into and they'll discuss what they're researching and you could contribute if you have something to contribute. Okay. But they make a big point of it in that show to point out that they get a lot of help from people online and how this crowdsourcing of information can really help generate information and clues that the police can't. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so that's really interesting. If you're interested in this, check out those two places. Um, both have policies that you can't reveal personal info for people who aren't already suspects, you can't, there's no doxing. Yeah. Um, a lot of mysteries have been investigated and some have been solved, but I want to give a word of warning. As with all things on the internet, it can be easy to forget that the people involved in these cases are people. Yep. Um, they're real people with real lives, and the discussions had on those pages can affect real victims, perpetrators, and suspects. And I say that in quotes. Because it's really easy to let things run away with you. Yeah. And so you might, you know, think someone's a suspect and them have them not be, but you could mess up their life, you know? Yeah, it's like some, <clears throat> some armchair detective online can really screw up someone's life by accusing them and then getting people to believe yeah. that they might have done something they absolutely Mob didn't. mentality. Yeah. And case in point, I wanted to give a cautionary tale. So when the Boston bombing happened, um, it turned into an internet witch hunt. And people were scouring footage and claiming any man with a backpack was involved. Because they they knew the perpetrators had backpacks. Um, Now, the New York Post, and this is on them, but there were two men they referred to as bag men um, that ended up not being involved. Okay. But they kind of jumped too soon on it and didn't do enough thorough research and accuse these people of being involved. They have now, um, they were doing a defamation lawsuit against the New York Post because of that. I didn't want to mention any names in this because I they've had enough attention yeah. that they didn't want and didn't deserve. I, so, don't, I don't want another person to Google their name because of us. Right. 
so um, <coughs> they are suing them for defamation or yeah. did sue them. I don't know the progress of that case. Um, then photos of the actual perpetrators were released. And some Redditors misidentified a missing Brown University student as one of the suspects. Which a, caused, mis- a missing student? Yeah, I think he, he was at the marathon. Okay. And so he hadn't been located afterwards yet. And they misidentified him as one of these suspects. Yeah. So burpy because of that <laughs> apple vine. Um, the burpiest podcast of the year. Oh, seriously. Mm, come get your burps at Goose Chase. <laughs> that's where the burps go. I want that to be our new slogan. Come get your burps. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> All right. So um, just a cautionary tale. And you can mess with people's lives. So yeah, be good. Yeah, don't you know? Don't uh, don't be irresponsible. With right. The, with don't the get internet. too carried away. Yeah. Okay, so I found an article on Ranker. It's called "The Biggest Mysteries Uncovered on Reddit." Nice. And I picked it. There were like twenty-two in the list, and some were more interesting than others. But I just picked a few to talk about. Okay. One of the biggest ones. I don't know if you've heard this one or not. It's referred to as Grateful Doe. Have you heard of Grateful Doe? Okay, I am fairly certain I've heard the name, and I think I might even remember <laughs> that it was a mystery Reddit solved, but mm-hmm. I don't know any of the details. Perfect. That's where I was, too. Perfecto. Perfecto. Telemundo. Telemundo. So, in 1995, there was a car crash, and there were two victims, um, both in the same car, and unfortunately, neither of them survived. The driver was very quickly identified as Michael Eric Hager. His passenger was unidentified. Um, He had facial injuries from the crash that made it really difficult to identify him. He was wearing a Grateful Dead shirt. Um, It was suspected he was picked up as a hitchhiker. Uh, Neither of them seemed to have any drugs in their system. And they suspect that Michael fell asleep at the wheel and went off the road and hit a tree. All right. I mean, they know he hit a tree, but they think the cause was that they were kind of road tripping and he just fell asleep. Okay. And they, and they, both of these people are found in the wreckage, right? There's not like a missing. Okay. Right. Um, They find both of them. They identify the driver as Michael Eric Hager, but they are unable to identify the passenger. Uh, The only things on the passenger are a lighter, some coins, two scalp ticket stubs to a Grateful Dead concert. And a note with a phone number on it that reads, Jason, sorry we had to go. See you around. Call me with their phone number. Signed Caroline T and Caroline O. Okay. Now there's there was no area code for the phone number, so it ended up being a dead end. Um and they took his fingerprints, but it didn't match to anything in the system. Okay. It ends up becoming a cold case. So, All they're trying to do is identify this woman? M- well, passenger. He's male. Oh, oh. why do I think that that... Because okay. the word doe. That's why. I keep, picture- I keep picturing uh, <laughs> a man and a woman. Okay. Um, they refer to him <clears throat> as Grateful Doe because he's wearing a Grateful Dead shirt and he's a John Doe. John Doe. So... I kept picturing a deer. Years later... I did do it first. It's a <laughs> word association thing. So... Okay. Years later, Layla Betts... 
um, the the article describes her as a crimes and mystery fan. Ah. Um, so she's one of us. An enthusiast. Yeah, she had read about the case and she had been like looking up unsolved mysteries and stuff like that surrounding music because mm-hmm. she's a big music fan. And the case struck a chord with her. So in 2014, she posted on Reddit about it. Like, hey, does anyone know anything? Have you heard about this? Um, and eventually the subreddit r slash grateful doe was created devoted to this case she shared the facial reconstruction photos and they kind of went viral okay so at some point a person claiming to be a former roommate of a man named jason callahan contacts bets he recognized the facial reconstructions and thinks it might be his former roommate and things kind of line up the things that Jason says, or that he says about Jason, his former roommate, makes sense. Okay. Um, the biggest thing, he didn't see him again after 1995. So he never saw his former roommate again after that time. No communication. Yeah, that's in and of itself enough to be like, okay, maybe this is... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jason was approximately 19 years old. He describes him as a young, free, hippie surfer type. Um, he would talk about things like atheism and hallucinogens, and he was a deadhead, major okay. Grateful Dead fan. Um, they didn't, they still didn't know for sure though. So this guy sends photos of Jason to Betts, and when you compare them to the facial reconstructions, there's definitely a resemblance. Yeah. Um, even down to like, you know, the hair was similar from the pictures that he had compared to what they put in the reconstruction, which. I'm sure his hair was the, you know. Yeah. That's something they were able to observe and be accurate about. Um, and in the pictures that he has, at least in one of them, he's wearing a Grateful Dead shirt. Like, yeah, it, it just already starts to feel like, okay, you've got something there. It checks out, boys. So around the time that the subreddit was created and actually the month that our grateful doe was created, Jason Callahan's mom, her name is Margareta Evans sees these photos. Um, she files a missing persons report for South Carolina and says she wanted to file a missing persons report for a long time, but she didn't know where he was. So she didn't know what state to file it in. Oh. So she files this missing persons report she hadn't seen or heard from him since 1995 when he left to follow Grateful Dead on tour. Oh, my God. So the Virginia Medical Examiner's Office used DNA from family, namely um, a half-sister of Jason's, and they confirm that Grateful Doe is Jason Callahan. No kidding. So through the magic and beauty of Reddit and one person just kind of getting a hair up their ass and going, this isn't right that this isn't solved. And like, yeah, I want to figure out what's going on and who this person is. Um, so they were able to find out it was Jason Callahan and, um, you know, give some closure to his family. His half sister was able to actually connect with Jason's mother um, and learn more about Jason that she didn't know. She have the feeling i don't know how old she was but she wasn't very close with him she didn't get to know him very much yeah so some good things came out of reddit doing what reddit does you know i was i was just gonna say 
Reddit is not typically a place you associate with anything heartwarming having come out of it. Right. It is, after all, the internet. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So but that's that, pretty impressive. I, there were several times researching that story that I started to get a little bit weepy because <laughs> it is heartwarming. Yeah, it is. It's it's sad that his mom didn't know, you know, where to file a missing persons report um, or if he was even missing, you know? Yeah. That was from, so from 1995 is when he went missing to her and passed away in the car crash. To everyone that knew him as Grateful Doe. In 2014 is when this all started back up. So that's a long time. That's crazy for like, for your kid to leave on tour with a band and then when they don't come back. Yeah, and and to be clear, he wasn't like, he wasn't like a roadie or something. He was just doing the thing that a lot of Grateful Dead and and that kind of style music fans do, which is follow the band around road trip yeah. i know like dave matthews band fans do this fish fans do this yeah. it's just a part of the thing a lot of people will follow the band around and make toasted cheeses in the parking lot to survive yeah and you become friends with the other people that you see everywhere like yeah i i'm not a huge <laughs> dave matthews fan but i dated someone who was and i went to a wedding of people who were and the community, it's like a close-knit community. It's amazing. Um, it's, it's always weird to me how that happens. Yeah. Well... Specifically, jam bands have a thing. It's Yeah, it's people who are passionate in a similar way about the same thing. It's just, it's a, it's like a personality thing. Yeah. You, you gotta have a certain personality to really dig the jam band thing. Yeah, well, to listen to the same riff for like eight minutes, go <laughs> yeah. basically I nowhere. Don't, and I don't be dislike okay with it, it, but I I have a shorter attention span <clears throat> than what I need to really get into it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that is Grateful Doe. Grateful Doe. Yeah. Found at last. The next one, um, I've referred to it as the mystery of the modified extension cord. <laughs> okay. So um, this kid's away at college, and he he blows a fuse, and it like damages his I think computer and like or like the cord plugged into his computer, which was plugged into like an extension cord. Okay. So he's while he's waiting for someone <coughs> to come fix things, um, he gets curious and he's like, "What the heck happened to this extension cord?" And opens it up to see the um, like extent the of the damage. Okay. And he finds a microchip, like a SIM card with a number on it. What? And he's like, okay, what's this in my extension cord? And he goes to Reddit and he says, does anyone know what this is? I yeah. just found this. And he explains what happened. And basically Reddit determines it's a bug. It's it's a bug that you would use to like, like listen in on people's calls. Yeah. No way. So and the picture that I saw of it is of this SIM card and someone has circled the one edge of it where the microphone is and wrote microphone like to point out to the guy that's the microphone on it. Um, so they're able to identify it is some kind of bug. There is a microphone on it. Um, the original poster is pretty sure he brought the cable from his parents house so it's possible that if it is a bug it wasn't either his parents bugged it or 
it wasn't intended for him. It was intended for his parents. Maybe they brought it home from work at some point. Maybe it was yeah. like a corporate thing. Someone else is being bugged in his opinion. It wasn't meant to bug him. Well, he doesn't think it was meant for him because <clears throat> in in his estimation of himself, he's a boring college kid. He's not doing anything to really deserve to be bugged. Right. But then, and that's not to say he wasn't, but... He just he doesn't, doesn't know. think so. He doesn't know. He doesn't really think so. Um, he called the phone number of the company. He made an account so he could log in and try to get more information. Um, but they informed him to get the records of what was actually recorded. He would need a warrant, and he didn't feel like doing all that. Okay. So he did not get a warrant. He does not know what was recorded. It seemed that it hadn't been active for like a couple months or so. So whoever was listening seemed like they probably weren't anymore. Okay. But he has no idea why there was a bug in his extension cord, who would have been listening or who it was in, intended for if it wasn't intended for him. This is a great mystery. Yeah. So it's still half a mystery. Yeah. But they solved the mystery of what the fuck it was. <laughs> Wait, but hold on. They don't know... They don't know why. He doesn't know why. He would have to get a warrant. <clears throat> oh, man. I was so hoping like someone would get to the bottom oh, of that. Oh, I wish. Oh, I wish. No. I mean, he went as far as making an account with the company and calling them yeah. to try to get the records. But there's no way to get the records without a warrant. So That's so crazy. I mean, and there were people making suggestions of like, maybe you could do this to get a warrant. Or maybe you could do this. And, yeah. And I there might still be people speculating on that thread. But yeah. Gosh, yeah. I'd love to pop into that thread and just see what's up. Um, it it's on Reddit. Look it up. Oh my god. That's All right, so cool. So that's a cool one. Um, this one, those were like my two big ones, and then I've got a, a few smaller ones. Um, this one I think you know about because I'm pretty sure you told me about it before. Okay. This is the Cicada 3301 puzzle. If you didn't tell me about this, you told me about similar things. Is this like one of those radio frequency things? No. Okay, I don't know. In 2012, there was a message that circulated the interwebs. It's a photo. And in the photo, the caption of the photo, it says, Hello, we are looking for highly intelligent individuals. To find them, we have devised a test. There is a message hidden in the image. Find it and it will lead you on the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few who will make it all the way through. Good luck. <laughs> cool. Um, so it was called Cicada 3301. I have not heard of this. In a little bit after when the original message started going around, like he didn't find it right away. This guy named Joel Erickson, who's a Swedish cybersecurity researcher, sees the image and goes, all right. So he had steganog steganography software. One article I read described him as such. Yeah. With steganography software and knowledge of the Mayan language, he was able to <laughs> solve this puzzle. Are we sure he's not Nick Cage in National <laughs> Treasure? Right, right. Not just a smart dude that happened to know the right things. So, um, all right, all right. So these clues. So he's he's solving puzzle after puzzle, basically. Yeah. So obviously, most of this is taking place on the internet, but these clues are reaching out into real life, um, such as 
clues left on a voicemail of a Texas phone number, flyers taped to telephone poles in 14 different cities. Um, Eventually, the quest returns to the dark web. No way. And at the end of the puzzle, um, there's a message that says Cicada 3301 is they're disappointed in people, how they're solving in groups and no one is doing it themselves. But Erickson was late to the party. So because he solved it later, he All didn't get himself. the prize. He doesn't know. It wasn't revealed to him who they were because he was too late. When he no, started Jim. doing it, like it was no kind way. of a thing. So he doesn't know what the real reveal is. And he was really annoyed that he put so much effort into this. I think he solved it in like a month or so. That's, I think that's, that's really quick to solve a mystery that yeah. takes you all over the place. Yeah. Um, now, he has his own theories about who's behind it. There are a lot of theories about who did this. Some think it could be global banks setting up new global currencies. Um, or it could be a political <laughs> think tank or a nefarious group of hackers wanting to cause anarchy. Could be government intelligence agency using it for some kind of recruiting. Yeah, Erickson thinks it is an underground organization, some kind of subgroup that's intellectual, anti-establishment, and ideologically driven. They're basically just trying to recruit someone into their little secret society. Yeah. Probably not really doing anything important, but just like, oh, you smart like us. Yeah. Oh, you're pretty smart. We're pretty smart, too. (laughs) Let's hang out. The kind of person capable of following that trail... Yeah. Is 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 undoubtedly valuable to somebody. The question is who and why. Right. And he he felt like it could have been created by a single person, but he kind of felt like it was probably done by a few people working yeah. together, maybe taking a month or two each to come up with the different puzzles. Yeah. Um the geographic sort of sp- the the distance between some right. of these Suggests a right. couple of people in a du- couple of different places. And in 2014, it seemed like there was another one. There were there was a fresh cicada puzzle Ooh. starting up. So um, I don't know if they still do this kind of thing. We'll have to look into that and see. Um, I don't have the smarts for that. <laughs> well, I'm not a code breaker. A mystery like that invites group problem solving. Yeah, they were pissed that people were doing it together. But like, because they wanted exceptional individuals. Yeah, right. No, no, uh, no normal people. Um, fuck you. No boring normies. If you don't want me, I don't want you anyway. Nee. Nee. Uh, what's that quote? I don't want to be a member of any group that wants me a part of it. Yeah, that's Groucho Marx. Yeah. Who said I would? He would never want to belong to a group that would accept him as a member. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel. Yeah, I see it. All right, so that's Cicada 3301. That's so cool. Um, The next one is referred to simply as The Song. The Song. The Song. In 2014, a lot of these are kind of around the same time. Interesting. Um, In 2014, a Redditor called Frankly My Dear um, heard a song in a car commercial. It's like a 30-second commercial. And he really liked the song. And this happens to me all the time, so I totally understand. He really likes the song. It's not even typically the style of music that he likes, but just something about it resonates with him. And he goes, 
oh, I got to know what that is. So he watches the commercial over and over again. He tries to hear the lyrics. He tries Google searching the lyrics. He even tried Shazam. He tries going on message boards for like the commercial. Yeah. No one knows. He can't find anything on this song. Like he can't find even the song again to play it? To uh, He can find the song in the commercial, but he can't find the song standalone. Okay. Um, and Googling the lyrics doesn't find the song, anything like that. Which we all know if you Google the lyrics, you'll yeah. find the song. If you have distinct enough lyrics, yeah. you do it all the time. Sure. Do it all the time. <laughs> that's, that's standard operating procedure. There were like two months at work when... We, we have Muzak that plays, yeah. but it'll play the same songs over and over. Mm-hmm. And there's one I really dug because it just reminded me of like the kind of punk pop stuff I listened to in high school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I remember this. It was driving me nuts. I remember this. I hear it all the time and I'd be like, oh man, this is a song. But the only lyrics I could ever remember from it were like very generic yeah. and weren't pulling anything up. Finally, one night in bed while you were sleeping, I was fastidiously Googling, <laughs> which sounds dirty when it's not. Um, <laughs> I guess. Um, any kind of lyric I could remember from the song in different combinations, and I fucking found it. <laughs> and it's the only song those people have ever done. Oh. But anyway, it, no, I totally get... That's why I want to talk about this one, because I get that quest for the song. Yeah, like, right. Just wanting to figure it out, and that feeling of elation when you find it. Yeah. But he doesn't have that feeling because he goes to Reddit having hit dead ends and um, no one's really finding anything either for a while. Sure. Someone suggests contacting the company, the car company, and reaching out to them and just seeing if they'll tell him who it is. Mm -hmm. So he does this and he gets some bad news. They say this is a, they actually use the word bespoke piece of music uh that's a very that's a very british thing to say it's yeah this and this is not an american car company i bespoke. believe it is european um so this is a bespoke piece of music that was created specifically for the commercial yeah and to the knowledge of the car company as far as they know it's not published anywhere else it was just for them and there might not even be a full song yeah it's just they only needed to make the 30 seconds it right. takes to do the ad So that's a bummer. The guy kind of writes it off, forgets about it. Yeah. Eventually, he gets contacted by a Redditor he's never interacted with before called uh, the Viking Howard. He, all the Viking Howard sends him is a link to Spotify. And um, frankly, my dear kind of thinks it's someone just like maybe mass marketing. They're just spamming people with their music. Yeah, right. He decides to go on Spotify and listen. So he gets a Spotify account and he listens and it's the fucking song. Sweet. Someone found it for him. No kidding. Um, According to the Viking Howard, he just kept listening to the lyrics and searching for it and searching for it and finally found it. It seems to be exclusively on Spotify. It is the song Turn the Lights Down by a band called BSO. If you want to listen to it, it's pretty good. I like it. Um, it's probably the kind of song that if I heard it in a commercial would go, oh, what's that? So I get that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the Viking Howard um, sent this to him. Frankly, my dear was very grateful and flipped his shit. Was like, how <laughs> did you do this? Yeah, right. And uh, the Viking Howard's response was, shh, baby, it's okay. 
which has been <laughs> memed. <laughs> Shh, baby, it's okay. <laughs> which is the perfect response. That's amazing. Yeah. Shh, baby, it's okay. Shh, baby, it's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, that's that for you. Ah, that's amazing. Um, my last official one, and then I have one that was kind of interesting. I didn't write anything down about it, but I'll, I'll talk about it, I think. This is so much fun. This last one is a real little one, but we talked about it a little bit, and it was so funny that I need I need to share it. Okay. So a woman goes to Reddit because it's the only place she can talk about it because she was watching porn. And she hears this voice that she knows she recognizes. Okay, I know where you're going with this now. The voice of the male porn star in the porn she's watching Mm -hmm. sounds just like Louis (laughs) C.K. to her. So in the porn, he's not, you don't see his face. Okay. All you see is part of like his thigh and probably his dick. Probably. I would guess his dick's involved. Um, if it's not, it's and, a really modest porno. Right. And the bottom part of his black T-shirt, which we all know is the Louis C.K. uniform. <laughs> That's so weird to think about. Um, she said he appears to be from like the hair on his legs. He appears to be ginger. I did watch this clip later <laughs> so I can listen to the voice. And it looks like brown leg hair to me, but I don't you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, it is pasty and could be Louis C.K. Skin tone, I guess. Okay. Um, so she reaches out to Reddit. She's like, was Louis C.K. in a porn? Because <laughs> I think I just watched it and I can't tell anybody else because I can't like go to my family. Yeah, I can't go to people around me and be like, check out this porno and tell me what you think. <laughs> Does this sound like Louis C.K. to you? The thing is, that is the kind of thing that I would do. So. <laughs> That's funny. Randy. I need your opinion. As my brother. As my brother. I'm begging you. Please tell me if this guy in a porn sounds like Louis C.K. Don't be weird about it. <laughs> this isn't weird. I went to a strip club with you once. You could do this for me. That's so, funny. Uh, Redditors basically looked up the porn company yeah. and um, found the guy, recognized the voice, and found another porn that you could see his face in. Okay. He doesn't look like Louis C.K. It's not him. But I did listen to it. There is a little bit of a resemblance. There's not all that much talking in the clip. It's mostly like, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's Honestly, it sounds like Louis C.K. being really sarcastic. (laughs) (laughs) Which is me like not really into it. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good impression. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Again, guys, if you want to look further into any of these or read the original articles, the the article I saw this on was Ranker, the biggest mysteries uncovered on Reddit. There's 22 of them. Uh, The Louis C.K. one is the very last one. And there's... For most of them, there's a link to other articles that go in more depth about them. I You just have my gears spinning now? Because all I can think is, how funny would it be if there was a bunch of porno where people are just not that into it? <laughs> oh. Just be like... This, that's it, just... That's no, just... Right? No, they're... I mean, they're into it, but not that much. They're like, okay. okay. Mm. Well, I guess. They're Eeyore. They're Eeyore about it. Yeah, yeah, just like, 
checking their watches and stuff. Oh, yeah. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> keep going, baby. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's the stuff. Mm, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You're doing so good. <laughs> I love it when you do that. I love that. Don't mm. ever stop doing that. Oh my god, that's such a <laughs> funny, weird idea. Let's do this. Just <laughs> sarcastic porn. Yeah, that sounds amazing. That's so <clears throat> funny. Okay, so last thing I want to talk about. Okay, is right. uh, something that was posted in the RBI group, the Reddit Bureau of Investigation. Yeah. Um, someone linked to this article and said, "Let Let's see if we can help this guy. Does anyone know anything about this?" So it's an article on Medium, which, do you know much about Medium? Yeah, I've seen stuff out of Medium. It's, I'm not really sure what their unifying I get the feeling that is. a lot of different people could write for Medium. Like, you can kind of submit an article to them, it seems like. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So this guy writes this article about an experience he had in college and reaching out to people to kind of verify it. So what he says happened to him was uh, he names the university he went to. Yeah. And says that he had this professor who was very abusive, um, apparently was an atheist, which it's a Catholic school, which doesn't mean that the professor can't be atheist. But it would be weird for the professor to be as anti-religion as it appeared that he was, according to this guy's story. Um, But the, the guy basically said... Eh, the professor said, eh, this class is too big for my liking. Anyone who's Christian, leave. <laughs> that, so, that sounds implausible right. right off the bat. So people leave. Um, this guy who's telling the story who is Christian stays. Okay. Um, and takes abuse from this professor the whole time. Like, pointed jabs and insults and... It, it sounds really abusive and horrible. Um, yeah, like in this case, abusive professor means literally a guy being a dick to you. But like very mentally and emotionally abusive. Like yeah. getting the whole class in on like looking at this guy and going, what a fucking asshole <laughs> kind of stuff. Like, wow. Um, so Ian goes into a little more detail. And like I said, I didn't write anything down about this because I wasn't sure if I really have time to talk about it or not. Yeah. But he then reveals that he has since been diagnosed with, like, he's had some psychotic breaks, maybe schizophrenia. He's not sure how much of this is real. No one has ever talked to him about it. None of his other classmates ever mentioned it to him or ever supported him with it. Um, so in retrospect, he's kind of questioning if it really happened. That's horrible. Or if it happened the way that he thinks it did. So he posts this article on Medium and he says, if you know who it is, if this rings any bells, if you know who the professor is, please name him. He didn't want to name him because, hey, a couple things. From, from an objective standpoint, if you're not sure of your reality, you really do want people to verify what you're saying. And also, you don't want to get in shit for slandering someone. Yeah, exactly. Just if you put that name out there, 
you're basically telling a lot of people who were on the fence he probably did it. Yeah. You're telling so and you that. would think if someone behaved this badly, that it would be pretty <laughs> obvious to yeah. more people than just this one guy. So it would be pretty easy for people to be like, oh no, yeah, I know who you're talking about. That guy was a shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and name him. So, um, this, someone else posts this on Reddit. Now, there's also the third option that, there's also the option that this is just a great mystery for people to eat up and it's not real at all. Right. You know, that it could be that. So, it's posted to Reddit. Someone says they, they went to that college around 2004, I think. Or no, maybe it was, forget, it was like a couple years after the guy in the article said he was there. Okay. Um, I can't remember if it was like 2012 or 2002. <laughs> My okay. brain is like breaking. That's okay. Um, but it was either like 2004 or 2014 when this other person went. Okay. I think it was 2002 and then 2004 when this other person was there said, doesn't ring any bells, didn't hear anything. Um, Oh, and the guy in the original post on Medium says that he does know that this professor was let go at some point, not okay. long after he left. Okay. So he kind of gives just enough clues to be like, if this sounds like something you know about, yeah, name the professor and, and say what you know. Um, I looked in the link in the comments on Medium, and there wasn't really anything there. Like, yeah. so no one's speaking up there. Uh, on Reddit, someone said they did attend the college a couple years after. They knew people in different majors than their own. And it they had never heard anything like this. They hadn't heard of anyone leaving or losing their job. Okay. Um, it didn't ring any bells. And it didn't really jibe with their idea of the college. Because, of, you know, their experience of the college with it being Catholic. And that would kind of stand out for a professor to be that vehemently anti-religious. Everybody would be talking about it. Right. It seems really improbable to me. Right. Um, so there was... Someone else posted an article that was... took place in 2003 at mm-hmm. that college, <coughs> which was a professor who... Um, had someone in his class make a comment the professor took it as being rude or disrespectful and made some kind of comment to the kid about are are you mentally disabled okay. why would you say something like that kind of thing Okay. Um, the kid leaves the class and after he leaves the class someone else goes you know, that's real fucked up because he is. Oh, shit, really? Um, or she was pretty sure that he was, and it does turn out that um, the kid is autistic. Oh, my God. So it kind of became a thing, and the guy, he was like the head of a department, and he ended up at least being suspended. I don't know what eventually came of it. Um, but they were investigating it and looking into it and trying to handle it. And the the kid who was treated that way was really taking it in stride, um, but also felt good that people stood up for him. Yeah. 
But that it's it was that kind of tone of like someone kind of being a bully, and I doubt the professor knew that that student had autism. But also, like, you don't do that. That's yeah, right. not okay. That's not professional. And the thing that he got mad over that he like thought was rude, just maybe out of context, it didn't make sense to me. But it didn't seem rude. It seemed like the kid was making a joke. You know, like it. It was weird anyway, but. Someone brought that up of like, well, maybe it's this guy, but I don't think it really was. Um, it's just like another thing that happened. Feels like where this is going is nobody knows. No one knows. And, and so that leads me to think it's one of two things. <clears throat> Either, well, it's one of a few options. Either the right people just haven't seen the article. Yeah. Or um, this guy's misremembering things or exaggerating a situation in his head. Because he he does have um, a tendency for, you know, like schizophrenic tendencies and stuff like that. So maybe it really is something like that. Yeah. Or maybe it's just someone fucking with everyone and trying to generate some views on an article he wrote and none of it's real. Yeah. Maybe just stirring up shit. Yeah, there's no way to tell. I got good news for you. What's that? You've just earned your badge from the RBI. I did? Yeah, congratulations. Welcome to the force. I'm on the force? <laughs> oh, man, that's so cute. Oh, my God. Why did I turn into Cartman? I don't know, but you get a gun. I'm on the force. <laughs> Do you want a gun? Eh, not really. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. What a very strange, varied collection of Reddit mysteries. Yeah. The There's a lot more, but those are a <clears throat> few that were interesting to me. The one that haunts me is the one about the bug. The bug? The bug in the extension cord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, the bug? <laughs> like, I don't remember what about a bug. <laughs> My first thought was the wasp-type bug that <laughs> Ian found in our apartment once. Yeah. I got a string of text messages at the time from the person I was living with, Ian, telling me about this horrifying creature in our apartment, and he was walking down to the gas station to buy wasp spray, and if this didn't kill it, he was signing over the lease to it, because yeah. he was done. Yeah. It was loud, it was like stuck in the blinds, and when he finally did see it, it was huge. Giant, scary, waspy looking Horny, waspy thing. Um, the wasp spray <clears throat> did its job. It killed that fucker good. Yeah. And um, we saved the bug. And no one knew what it was. I went to school for forensic science. I had an entomology professor. He was a biology professor, but he taught us entomology. And I showed it to him. And he had no idea what it was. It, other than, obviously, it's some kind of, like wasp or hornet it's in that group yeah but he didn't he couldn't identify it specifically and no one has been able to so that's what my thought when you said the bug story i'm like my bug story maybe submit that one to the rbi maybe i should i still have pictures honestly so maybe someone can actually figure out i mean Um, all you had is a picture in the first place and all black and large and had the very tiny cinched in waist that those hymenoptera do yeah and a very long pointy, um, a pointy, pointy butt, has pointy a butt that has a stinger, a large stinger. And it had like mandibles, like yeah. very distinct 
Google a creepy little mandibles. That's so creepy. Yeah. The thing looks like death. It really does. It really, really does. Um, but yeah, the the bug one is really interesting because yeah. we, it's we'll, still we'll a mystery. Never know. We we'll, won't know. We will never know. That's nope. just an out there floating around kind of question. We'll never have an answer to. A, a couple people I briefly mentioned before <clears throat> suggested it could have been like a corporate espionage thing yeah. or you know his parents could have brought it home from work they just could have got it from someone who was being listened to by someone else and yeah. blah, blah 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 and when the listener realized it was no longer going to the purpose they meant it to they just stopped checking in on it you think about it an extension cord you never really throw out <clears throat> until it stops working you just <laughs> you just pass it around whenever someone needs an extension cord yeah you no like, one never buys think extension cords they just take them from other people. They just move from place to place. <laughs> Who needs one? I'm done with this for now. I got yep. the, I got this ext- I got only 3 things to plug in. Do you need 6? Take it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. but anyway, thank you for this in-depth research of all these mysteries. Well, I read an article. <laughs> read it did the work. Well, then this is a really cool topic. I thought that was a lot um, of fun. I had fun doing that, and I feel like this is something we could probably do again because there's more out there. They'll keep happening. The truth is out there. <laughs> um, maybe now we'll just frequent um, RBI. Yeah, no, I want to get in there. I want to see what some of their top posts are. I'm sure that the Grateful Doe is among them. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I'm sure they've um, they've talked about it on there. I think our Grateful Doe is it's still a subreddit. Yeah. And they're now devoted to the same kind of thing that RBI is. Of okay. Like kind of talking about cold cases and bringing attention to them yeah. and then trying to um, generate some form of closure. Yeah. Well, we'll have to check that out uh, after this episode, I suppose, uh, as as regards now. I guess yeah. that's, that about does it for another goose chase. That's all I've got. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. It was fun to read about. I like the mysteries and the spoopies. I like mysteries. Yeah. In fact, maybe maybe next maybe next week I'll look into some mysteries of a different nature. I'm not sure. We'll have to discuss. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Or maybe amongst, it'll be ducks. Um, or maybe it'll be ducks. <laughs> we will talk about that amongst ourselves. And in the meanwhile, we will see you in another week with another episode of Goose Chase. Goose Chase. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Goose Chase. We are Goose Chase Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, our handle is at Goose Chase Pod, and our website is www.goosechasepodcast.com. If you have any topics you'd like us to research, please email us at goosechasepodcast at gmail.com. If you like what we do on the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play. Want to go on a goose chase? Ooh, yes.